Are you a limerent person who is also experiencing jealousy whilst you are limerent for someone right now? If you are, then this video is for you. Let's start off first by unpacking what is jealousy. Okay, so according to Psychology Today, jealousy is a very complex emotion that is mostly experienced in relationships of any kind. So the person can experience a range of feelings from sadness, hurt, betrayal, insecurity, confusion, fear, humiliation, as well as any other you know, emotions if they perceive that their relationship, which doesn't have to be romantic in this sense, has been threatened. And the threats can be real or imagined. Okay, so jealousy can feel very painful and is a sign that something needs to be paid attention to in the relationship. Jealousy is also usually common with individuals who have high neuroticism, meaning they are always anxious, worried or fearful in general. They also occur in individuals who have low self-esteem, um, feelings of possessiveness, especially with romantic partners, as well as people with a high fear of abandonment. Okay, and the above qualities are coincidentally also the same exact emotions that limerent people experience frequently. So why does jealousy actually occur in limerence? Okay, let's unpack that a little bit. So the first thing is, there is a sense of comparison to, due to low self-worth and anxiety that you can never match up to your limerent object's chosen one. Um, okay, so when we talk about jealousy when you are limerent for someone else, the jealousy is usually directed towards whoever your limerent object or your LO usually likes. Okay, so it could be um, a crush that you know that your LO has on someone. It could be their girlfriend, their boyfriend, their spouse. Um, it could also be your LO's friend, you know, someone that they actually spend a lot of time with. And because there is, you know, low self-worth um, already inherent in the person who is limerent and Low self-worth in general plays a very big part in limerence. Um, and also, you know, is the reason why someone gets actually limerent in the first place. When you see that your LO is actually, you know, with someone else, like dating someone else, has a crush on someone else, it can really trigger feelings of immense hurt and sadness, you know, because you feel unwanted and rejected by your LO because they chose someone else and didn't choose you. Okay, um, it feels as if your LO has actually betrayed you and cheated on you. Okay, it doesn't sound rational or sane, but that is exactly how it feels. Okay, it feels incredibly painful. And one of the biggest um, things occurring here is that of the comparisons that in inevitably come in with your LO's chosen guy, girl, crush, date, partner, whatever. Okay, you tend to compare yourself to this person and you think, oh no, you know, I do not look like her, I do not dress like her, I'm, I'm not her, you know, I'm not my LO's crush or spouse or girlfriend or whatever. So I can never match up to her. I can never match up to my, to my, you know, the desire of my limerent object. I can never be a good partner for him or her. And these thoughts can quickly spiral into um, thoughts of, you know, um, low self-worth and low self-esteem. You know, when you kind of get into that whole, you know, um, cycle of, of thinking habits where you start to feel rejected without even being physically rejected by your LO. You feel that by the fact that he has someone else in his life, 
it's already a you know a rejection towards you and it further eats into your your fears you know of abandonment and that you know your beliefs that you actually don't deserve love okay so all these thoughts and all these comparisons that you're actually making can actually play a very big part in pushing you further away from healing. And it can also set off or trigger a lot of really unhealthy thoughts about love and about relationships in general. And it's a cycle, right? It's a kind of like a spiral. And thinking thoughts like that actually further lowers your feelings of self-worth. So it eats into your self-worth, um, which isn't already very you know, great from the start. And you start to feel worse about yourself and about love. The second thing is that, you know, there's this sense of possession um, that is very apparent in uh, limerent relationships. And there's always this sense that, oh, you know, if you cannot have your limerent object, you cannot have them, no one else can. So um, obsession together with possession, okay, this usually occurs together, though, though not always. Um, but both of them actually play a very big part in limerence, okay. Um, and why possession actually happens in the first place is because we actually do not know our limerent objects really that well, okay? Or we refuse to also see that they are also human and that they are very flawed, okay? Because as you know, fantasies or fantasy relationships are a very huge part of limerence and um, why we put this person, our limerent object, on a pedestal, okay? We treat them like they are, they are God, you know? And when you pedestalize a person, okay, um... This may sound quite strange to some people, but when you pedestalize someone, you actually start to think of them as like this perfect object, you know, that you want to possess, that you want in your life. Um, and this is actually how it is with a lot of fans of celebrities, you know. So we want the celebrity, we want the limerent object to ourselves. And if we cannot have them, nobody else can. And if you're one of those people who experiences very strong, intense, jealousy on you know a pretty frequent basis you will often like for example feel possessive over people in your life you know your friends hanging out with other people your parents talking to other people um you know colleagues going to lunch with someone else it makes you feel something yeah if you're someone like that and you often get this feeling that that people cannot cannot you know be in your life you know if they are spending time with somebody else um you cannot be doing things with other people have other friends or whatever because the person belongs to you then you know that could be like the possession thing in you could be really strong okay because when you are possessive for someone you actually feel betrayed whenever that person is not focused on you you know like spending time with someone else um and, and talking to someone else. And even if they're not doing anything romantic, you will see the other person that your LO is actually interacting with as a threat to your relationship or to your fantasy, okay? Um, and actually, this has a lot to do with um, the abandonment trauma that I actually talk, I will talk about in another video about our inner child wounds and trauma but many of us actually uh, carry around um, abandonment wounds and whenever we see um, people in our lives that we want to be close to spending time with someone else it triggers a lot of um, our past trauma where we feel like this person is going to leave us or going to reject us so that is what is happening in um, in you know when you experience jealousy and limerence um, the third reason okay which may actually sound quite strange, but sometimes, you know, um, people who are limerent, okay, especially those who have multiple limerent episodes throughout their entire lives, 
um, such people tend not to have many relationships or many serious relationships. Okay, this is because they are always occupied emotionally and mentally with a fantasy relationship with someone and also because a lot of limeran people especially deeply limeran people with many episodes in their lives um they tend not to be emotionally available okay to themselves and to other people so it could be a case where um when you you know you like someone or you have been limeran for someone who has you know had many real life relationships you know you experience massive fomo like fear of missing out um you compare yourself to your to your limerent object, so now it becomes like a competition with your LO, and you feel like you are losing out to them because you have way less experience romantically. You have, you know, way less fun, you know, in a sense. And again, this can make you feel rejected and that you aren't worthy of your LO's, you know, attention or love because romance, you know, experience-wise, the both of you can't really compare. Okay, so it sounds kind of strange in that case, and... Yeah, you know, you you feel jealous of your LO because they've experienced real life romance in many different ways that you've always kind of wanted in your entire life. You really, really desire it. A lot of limerents actually deep down um, desire a real, wholesome, you know, healthy, fulfilling, loving relationship, but have never experienced. And your LO actually has. So there's this sense of jealousy towards your limerent object here. And usually jealousy is directed towards whoever the, the limerent object is interested in. But in this case, it's directed towards the limerent object because there's this sense of competition that's actually going on. So how do you actually stop feeling this way? Okay, um, Stopping jealousy completely is not something that I think is humanly possible because it's part of our human experience and this range of uh, emotions that you know we have been evolutionarily wired to to feel okay it has a very evolutionary biological um uh, purpose you know um that uh, all our emotions do um so whenever jealousy kind of rears its head and if it does so frequently it's actually a sign um that you know it's time to look at your relationship or you know look to yourself you know to figure out where the issue is because jealousy in limerence um, usually has very little grounding okay because limerence in and of itself is based on a whole lot of fantasy already you know so you are jealous of an image of a person who is doing things that you don't even know is true or not like you you know maybe you're assuming you're jealous of you know whoever they are interested in because you're assuming that your limerent object is actually a good partner but you don't know that because you know you don't know them a lot of limerents don't know their limerent objects very well you know and it's like a lot of fans who get very upset when they find out they are you know the celebrity they are into is actually attached or you know is dating someone um, that's because you pedestalize these people and you think that, oh, you know, because you like them, they must be amazing. But that is actually a logical and emotional fallacy, right? Because you don't know them. You don't know them personally and you have never dated them. So you can't really say whether they are a good partner or not. And one of the best ways to actually heal both jealousy as in to work towards being a less jealous person Coincidentally, it's also a, you know, a method that goes a long way to healing you from limerence, okay? And that is um, starting to work on getting to know yourself, okay? So, for example, um, jealousy and limerence, okay, they have a lot of 
emotional overlap and very similar patterns. Okay, so for instance, emotional unavailability, um, which I talk about in another video that I kind of link up here. Um, emotional availability is, you know, being attracted to partners who don't exactly want you. And a lot of emotionally unavailable people are actually limerent, limerent as well. Okay, um, there's quite a bit of a, of a, it's a very big thing in uh, emotional unavailability, um, happens a lot in limerent people. And in emotional, emotional unavailability, there's low feelings of self-worth and self-esteem, you know, so you're attracted to partners who don't treat you very well. And, you know, you don't, you're not attracted to people who, um, who actually see you, you know, um, you're kind of like invisible to them. And so this actually triggers a lot of jealousy. Um... There's also like, you know, obsessive and possessive feelings over a romantic partner, which is sometimes, you know, a lot of times actually triggered by anxious, insecure of, or avoidant attachment patterns, especially the former two. Um, and I actually have a workbook link down in my uh, description box, which is actually free and that you can actually kind of, you know, take, um, you know, download the workbook and get to know your attachment style. But um yeah, to heal from any of these, you know, feelings that can make you very trapped in limerence and so trapped in these feelings of, you know, possessiveness and jealousy all the time, it's important to start, you know, getting to know yourself better. So the first thing you could do is to question your love patterns and your beliefs. Okay, so where did these beliefs come from? How are they continuing to hold you back? Um, where could they actually be wrong? Because sometimes our beliefs are actually not you know, quotation marks, correct, okay? It's kind of passed down in a not-so-healthy way to us. The second thing you could do is to reframe your romantic partners, your dates, and your crushes, okay? Um, I know this is very difficult to do if you're very deeply limerent, but really, your limerent objects actually human, very, very human, and they are very flawed, okay? Um, the fact that you're actually fantasizing about them actually shows that you don't know them well enough, okay? That's always a sign. When you have to fantasize about someone, you actually don't know them because people that you know in real life, you know everything about them. Okay, not everything, but you know things about them. You don't have to really, you know, fantasize. Your brain doesn't need to like, um, you know, fill in the gaps for you by making up stories about this person. Okay, the third thing is, you know, to start working on taking back your power and working on your sense of self. I'm very big about the self and working, doing work within to, you know, manifest whatever you want to outside. Okay, so a lot of my work is based on healing yourself. And this could mean journaling, spending time doing the things you love, being around people who love you and really finding meaning and purpose to your life. Okay, um... This could mean like reconnecting with your inner child because a lot of limerent individuals have a very wounded inner child that we have not taken the time to heal. And it's time to, you know, tune into that little girl and that little boy and, you know, ask them what they want. What used to spark joy for you? What makes you happy? Um, okay, maybe when you were five, it could have been like a Barbie playhouse or like, you know, um, toy cars. But And now, you know, that you're 25, 35, 45, 55, it's different. But still tune into that inner child and um, work to give yourself what, you know, you didn't get when you were a kid. Okay, and one of the biggest um, ingredients of um, purpose uh, and self-compassion um, I find like purpose and self-compassion to be, you know, one of the two biggest things to healing from limerence because when you understand where you come from, 
you understand why you have those beliefs and faulty patterns or wiring and things like that. Um, you start working towards you know what you want in your life. You start to to kind of tune more into what you want and start to live a design a life that you want to live. Okay. Um, when you tune more into yourself, you build more trust. You build more confidence in yourself. You fall in love with yourself because you know you you are in tune with your needs. You are in tune with your emotions. And when you're constantly focusing on yourself, and I'm not talking about like uh you know uh unbalanced narcissistic point of view. I'm talking about genuine self love in that you exert yourself and you actually feel and know that you are important in this world, when you do that, you will stop obsessing over people and putting them on pedestals that even, you know, they themselves, your limerent objects cannot live up to because it is not, um, reality cannot really live up to a fantasy. So, you know, taking these four things, um, you start working on getting to know yourself and start tuning into yourself and you will find that you feel very different and not only will you be less limerent over time, those feelings of jealousy that you feel towards other people, which is usually a sign of trauma from childhood, it will start to fade as well, okay? I've been there, done that, okay? So it's your turn now. If I can do it, you can too. Um, and, you know, let me know in the comments, you know, how you're doing if you are, you know, using any of these practices. So just to end off, um, I've linked two important resources down in the description. So one is my book on how to break up with limerence and romantic obsession. So I have a lot of strategies in there, um, how to heal. Um, you know, I talk about the emotional, psychological, neurological reasons for why limerence actually occurs. I talk about the obsession and the addiction parts of limerence, which is actually not really talked about by many people. Um, and I also have a resource on a um, limerence workshop that I recently ran. It was really fun. So if you are on my email list, just get on my email list by grabbing my free workbook and you get to submit your questions and I address them personally in these workshops. Okay, so they are around like one and a half hours, two hours long and I'll answer different questions and you get lifetime access. Okay, um, you get to keep them forever. Um, the links are all in the description. So once again, Thanks, guys. Um, I hope you check out my other limerence videos there. So probably linked here somewhere. Um, I also talk a lot about like healing the self and the inner child and, you know, um, yeah, everything, everything on the side, personal growth, boundaries, relationships, dating, all linking back to healing ourselves. So do check out what I've got and I will see you soon again in the next video. Thank you.